isolation. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say it's about three weeks. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. So me and Sue went to the Celtics game uh, March 6th or March 4th, whatever day that was. Mm. And it was the week after we moved in. That's That was a Sunday. On that yeah, following Monday. You are so lucky. <laughs> yeah. On that following Monday, shit got shut down. So we, we that, so we're about we're almost a month now. We'll be a month next week that we've been pretty much in lockdown. I'm, I'm considering it the uh, uh, I'm considering March seventh is the day of lockdown for me. That's when everything kind of started falling in place. Yeah. But you know, it, it's very unreal. Here's the thing though. So I, I'm like I, I kind of agree with you on the fact that you're saying it's kind of getting blown out of proportion a little bit. I, yeah. I agree it is. I mean because but when you look at the numbers, so it was a big news today that said the United States has now surpassed the world for the most cases. Yes. And the reason is because there's more tested. So mm-hmm. more people are getting tested. We have a higher population in some countries like Italy, Spain, or Germany, right? So obviously yeah. you're going to have inflated numbers. Well, and the, and the good news is that is if the death rate stays pretty low, which it is, I think it's at, I don't know, for the world, it's 15,000. For the United States, it's only 1,000 people and change, right? Say 1,100 people, and you yeah. have a half a million people have the virus. That percentage is so minute that it kind of, when it's all said and done, you're going to look at it. And I'm going to look at it and be like, well, the death rate is actually less than the common flu. What kills yeah. 40,000 40, people? Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be less. I don't think it's going to be less than the common flu, but still pretty low, lower than what we're, uh, yeah. you know, uh, lower than what the media is making it out to be for sure. So, to yeah. give you in proportion, the Spanish flu after World War One that happened, it killed 50 million people around the world. 50 yeah. million people. Now you gotta think the population was a lot smaller down there, so that 50 million number is a gigantic number compared to now. If you know, if, if you said 50 million people died in the world after this is over, it's a big number, but in proportion to the, you know, hundreds of billion of people that are on the earth, it's it's a splash in the bucket. But I don't. Know. I just think that it, it, we knew it was gonna get worse before it got better. I think it's now. I, I feel for the most part. Can't really talk for New York or like San Francisco, which is kind of out of control over there. But yeah. New York, it's you know how New York is. It's its own fucking issue right there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you, you literally gotta burn the bridges and don't allow anyone out of the the borough. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like, not even so much the death as it is overloading the healthcare system and then creating yeah. this bottling effect where it creates problems everywhere else. I think that's more of an issue in my mind. And you know, it's it's gonna create you know financial problems just all over the place. Yeah, you know. It doesn't help when, like, you have the healthcare workers actually getting, you know, uh, infected as well. So now you're really hurting people that's supposed to be helping. You know. Yeah. B- yeah. I seen something today. BU is letting five-year students graduate early on their fourth year just to get nurses and doctors into the medical field. So like, that would be a piss. Imagine if you were a BU student and you were like, I have another year to go. I can graduate now and get enrolled yeah. into a. I mean, that's not bad. It's like uh, you know my one of my best friends and he's a, he's a Boston firefighter and his brother is also a firefighter and his wife is a nurse so mm. I'm a little bit I'm I'm not like worried about getting it in the sense that of I'm dying I just doesn't mean I want it you know what I mean so I look at them and I'm like maybe we should just hang out another time you know yeah especially when I already get two two Boston firefighters have tested positive for it but that yeah, could go be, that could be because it could anything you know what I mean yeah it's just. You see that nursing home in Revere? That's probably the next uh, oh, uh, casualty really? of gross. It's an assistant living place on Revere Beach that has 280 units. Oh, no. That's not good. And one person yeah. has died already, and seven people confirmed to have it. So that is pretty much a – if I was living in that place, 
I would lock the door, put sheets underneath the door, and not leave until it was all said and done. Dude, the morgues must be getting pretty bad. Like, because no one can bury anybody yet. So, like, everything is probably stacking up, and people who don't want to be cremated, you know what I mean? Like, the yes. morgues are probably filled the capacity now. You know? uh, I think they said in New York City they're using refrigerated trucks to store bodies oh. and body bags. Because their morgues are over. So, there's literally, like, 18 whalers with trailers stacked with the refrigeration uh, units that you would use to, you know, transfer food um, is using to just store uh, bodies at this point, which is just terrible. So some of those are going to get mixed up. It's like, oh, I didn't know Uncle Bob had boobs. Wait a second. No. Toe tags. Toe <laughs> tags. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, God forbid you pass away now. You're limited to a 10 person, you know, memorial, which I'd probably yeah. be lucky if 10 people showed up to my memorial anyways, but, you know, they'd be like, there's still yeah. room for. Still room for three more people. <laughs> What's Will and Tiger King on Netflix? But there's no spoiler. It, it's, it's based after a true story. You know what I mean? If you just Google it, you know the story. It just gets in depth of what the story is. Have you watched it yet? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's uh, pretty intense. It's pretty messed up. There is not. I'm assuming you've watched it. Um, yeah, I watched. Uh, are there multiple episodes, or is it just on one episode? Seven. The seven episodes. Okay, so I'm about three quarters into the first one. We started watching last okay. night. Okay. Yeah. Got a little taste to it. Yeah, I'm on the. I think I have. I'm on the seventh one right now, and there okay. is not a single. Just when you think like it can't get any more crazy, it does, and it just keeps getting worse. There is not a single person in this whole thing that isn't shady, or that I don't think is a complete asshole. Like everyone love, is just so fucked up. I love Joe Exotic. I love the uh, his his husband or ex husband. I don't know how you, the situation is now. And the guy who works there who found the ad on Craigslist and said, "Shit, I never did shit like this before." <laughs> and then the chicken Florida who wants to fucking do him out. It's great. Oh, the, I love uh, it. Yeah, when they get into her, they think she might have murdered her husband. <laughs> what did they get oh. to her? Oh wow. <laughs> Everybody is so they got they die start diving into everybody and then eventually there's this guy who comes along this millionaire who wants to try to save Joe's business but like it gets a little fucking twisted. So, so. he's he's in jail currently, right? Yeah. Because like, I know they they tease it in the beginning of the of the of the first episode. He's talking behind bars and stuff. So and I did some research and I found out that the whole thing starts like five years prior to now as a yeah. documentary. So like it kind of feeds up. So he's in jail. Is is the exotic? Is this place still open? Or they've closed it. No, it's still open. Okay. It's, he doesn't own it anymore, though. So the the guy uh, Jeff Flo, I think his name owns it now. He comes along later. He's the millionaire who comes to try to gotcha. save the business. Yeah. I would love to go to that place next time I'm in o- Oklahoma. I'm gonna stop by and give it a give it a view. Yeah. I didn't realize there was this giant underbelly of competing like backyard tiger places. Yeah. <laughs> I I we I know of like. Uh, not tigers, but like if you drive through the Everglades into some of the Indian reservations down in Florida, you will come across like me and Sue came across this like wild safari, which was mm-hmm. like this little farm in the middle of nowhere, and they had like kind of tip kind of exotic animals. They didn't have tigers and lions, but they had like you know some Gator. like yeah snakes. gators, snakes, goats, uh, cows, horses, uh, emus, camels, stuff of that nature. You know what I mean? Stuff you wouldn't normally see at a zoo. Yeah. And uh, it's very fascinating because the people that work at those places are very unique. You know, so they're, they're very much like the characters in Tiger King for the most part. I, I bet you like 85% of them have a record mm. too. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking if I had a record, I got out of jail. What, what, what better to do than play with Tigers for a jail? Exactly. That's, 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 
I wouldn't. It sounds fucking crazy, actually. That thing is a wild animal, you know? They, they're so cute before they hit about six months. Yep. And yep. they're like little like, like cats, and then they turn six months, and they start, like, you know, getting aggressive. Wait until they get to Jeff, because, like, he'd go to Vegas with, like, tigers in his suitcase, like, baby tigers, <laughs> to warm women in, having sex with him and his wife. So he'd, like, bring, like, tiger cubs. He'd, like, smuggle them into the hotel in suitcases, and he'd have them come upstairs oh. so the women could play with the tigers and, like, have sex with them. And, you know, Do you so, that works? Uh, according to him, yeah, to give a little pussy, you get a lot of pussy. You know? I'm thinking next time I uh I go to Vegas. It's fucked up. I'm gonna you know bring a tiger. How about a man dressed as a tiger? Oh hey furries! I'm sure somebody would be into that, right? Right. Which I hope that doesn't get postponed. It's the last weekend every October in in, in Connecticut. So That's I hope true. this doesn't affect it this year because you know I'm looking forward to going this year. Dude, everything's affected. Everything. Every, I feel like everyone's life is on hold and pause. No one could do anything. We're stuck in like this fucking limbo. Like yeah. I can't. I'm going crazy. I'm just, I'm just excited. I have a million projects around the house to do. So every night I get home from work, I start. I, do, I work on a project, and then I cook dinner, and then I work on the project a little more. Tonight's project was setting up the office upstairs, to, which is the future studio. Yeah. So I kind of I'm bringing stuff up as I go because we decided we're not going to paint it and we're not going to do the floors in this room, so I can actually set it up. So the studio in which I'm in right now, you see the turtle tank behind us. Um, I'll be sitting where I'm sitting but just turned slightly and you'll be to my left where the Red Sox seats will be. And then we'll have a TV on the wall to the right for us to look at. And the cameras will be set up somewhere on that side of the wall. And then we'll have the lights fixed. So this room will pretty much be a room where we can leave it intact. So you do the show. We don't have to worry about anything. And then the whole computer system is in front of me right now. So we can monitor it. So this is, this is the room. This will be the studio for probably about a year until I built a real nice studio in the basement. But yeah. I have it, uh, other projects to do before I build the studio in the basement. So, But this will work. This is perfect. That room you're in, it kind of reminds me of my old room growing up because it has the slanted wall behind yeah. you. Right yeah, there. Yeah. As a teenager, it annoyed the shit out of me because my posters would constantly fall off. And <laughs> my stereo system kept bumping the wall because it's on a slant. I had this giant tower. It's like 12 this tower, right? And it would keep bumping the freaking wall. So the room I'm in is the exact mirror of Henry's room, which is next to me on that side. And he has the same exact thing that the, the gable will. It, it's it, they, These rooms are great for like kids because they don't have to worry about hitting the head. You can set their bed up in a situation where they can put their desk underneath there. They're not, for adults, it, it becomes very uh, obstructive, if you will. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not a. So for a studio, it's a good room, but. We're planning on turning this room into a spare bedroom, anticipation for another kid to be their bedroom. So it's going to be kind of like a guest room where people stay over. But until we get a, once we get the bed in the master bedroom, that bed's coming into the guest room. So we kind of, I kind of have like about a year to play with this room. So I'm not doing anything too permanently. It's going to be kind of like a, it's going to be fixed for about a year, but it's not going to be like what's going to be downstairs. Downstairs is going to have lights hanging from the ceiling. We're going to have a glass window overlooking into the studio. It's going to be soundproof. It's going to be like WEMF. It's going to have the table. It's going to have like, you know, it's going to be very, very, uh, very, very interesting. Yeah. But all in good time. All in good time. Everything's on pause. Everything's on fucking pause. It's just like. It's crazy. I just want to start working. (laughs) Yeah, I don't blame you. I'm just very well. I am working, like I said. I just I'm very eager to start a new, as I as I should put it. Yeah. You know? It's uh, 
it's it's interesting it's it's i mean a lot of people it's it's every like we were saying like it's we're just very lucky every week we're still employed <laughs> yeah no, i am too no I, I always think of it like that too like yeah i mean what i ended up doing was uh, to compensate for that day i'm i'm going to be missing that eight hours on a friday like i look at it one way it's like okay at least i have a four-day work week every week granted i'm missing eight hours but so I, you know, I have, I put 5% of my pay in uh, my 401k. So I temporarily cut that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So five, I mean, it's not a lot, but I'm like, okay, that's like, uh, that's like 50 bucks a pay. That's like 50 bucks a week right there. Yeah. Um, I'm not spending money on gas right now. So that's an extra 15, 20. You know what I mean? This is so I'm finding little ways yeah. to I'm gonna have to budget a little bit. I can do it, but I can't weather that storm forever and hope, but hopefully by the time this ends, I'll be somewhere yeah. else and it because pulling that money from my 401k that i'm contributing well not pulling my 401k but the money i'm contributing from my paycheck it's not going to matter if i'm leaving anytime exactly. soon, right? so yeah. might as well you know um and you can just but, turn that 401k over to someone else so you can do something with it so yeah but, but uh and you got to think we're getting 1200 checks sent to us or exactly. deposit so that will yeah. make up for my month missing from the restaurant there you go so for me like, it kind of evens me out even though i did cut costs I did, uh, we went through our budget. We kind of like, we need to keep a cash flow. You know what I mean? Cause you need a cash flow. So you can't just, even if you can afford to pay some things right now, if you can afford to put them off, like, so we're, we're kind of like managing our money. So to the point where it's like, okay, say one of us does for some reason not work for a month, right? Before unemployment kicks in, we have a, a stash of cash rather than have to use in credit. So we're using credit to pay for things and paying it off little by little each week, just to keep a cash flow into going. But and then we're like, when this is all said and over with, then we'll just pay it off the rest of that debt and then with the cash flow we have. So it's kind of like balancing two. It's kind of like running a business. You know, it's like you want to make sure you have assets to continue with your flow. You know, I thought so. about calling uh, my landlord and being like, hey, like, can you knock off like 100 bucks a month? Yeah. Or bucks a month just while this shit is going on. Yeah, I might I might do that, but I'm going to wait on that one. But uh, we work out some kind of deal. It'd be like, hey, listen, can we, you know. I don't know. What do you get left left on your lease? Oh, yeah. no, I mean, you've been there forever, oh, right? Yeah, I've been here for so long. I'm a tenant at will. I could just have to give a month notice if I want to leave. Yeah. And like, I mean, you've been a good tenant too. So for him to not be able to work with you, just kind of be a douchey move, you know what I mean? Because yeah, I'm sure he would. I just yeah. I feel like he's also one of those people, kind of like the same reason why. You know, he won't let me have a cat. Like it's like if I let you do that, then I have to work out a policy. Even if they're not, will, you know, even if yeah. they don't, I got to work out a policy for them too. You know, so I'm sure he would if I push came to shove, but uh, everything's fucking changing. I don't know. It's crazy. One day at a time. It's just very, yeah. very interesting. You know, you never knew it was going to come to a situation like this, but I can't even go to the gym. Like there's no gym. Yeah. They did email me though, saying they were freezing billing, which is nice. I didn't that's even good. ask them. Yeah. yeah. But only 10 bucks a month, but still that's another $10 that I can save, you know, to go towards my, uh, what I'm not you know, getting paid weekly, uh, that eight hours on a Friday. Yeah. Well, if you're not going out, I mean, we haven't gone to, we haven't gone out to dinner in two weeks, so that's saving, you know, yeah. you know, so much money. But uh, um, you know, we just gotta, we just gotta wear it out. I mean, what's, no one's gonna evict you. So you gotta look at it this way: as long as you have some food, you can eat, right? No yeah. one's gonna evict you. No one's shutting off your cell phone. No one's shutting off your power. They, no company would ever be able to justify doing such an act for someone who hasn't been delinquent to this point True. to do such an act, right? That would just be – like, look how people shame the, the, shame the Bruins into making them set up a, um, a, a thing. 
And then hmm. they turn around and they laid off all their employees instead of paying them. Like, cocksuckers. Yeah. I know. But then you have, like, teams like all the Major League Baseball teams. Like, today was supposed to be opening day, right? Every team contributed a million dollars to pay for their, yeah. uh, their thing. So I will say one thing I'm amazed at is how quickly you, the, the human body is capable of just smelling. Like, obviously, if I'm just if it's just me in this apartment, no one's around. I mean, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to shower today. Maybe I'll wait till tomorrow or yeah. even the next day because I'm, I'm not. No one's around me. And then I'm like, oh, God damn. Like, it, it happens quick. Like, I so smell, man. We had an issue. Yes. Uh, Tuesday night, um, we had a broken pipe and mm-hmm. uh, we had a leak. So we had a plumber come in. He didn't have the pot. So the, we could still function the water in the house. And then the, the leak got really, really bad. So I went to the hardware store and I bought what I thought was the joint to fix it myself. So I, it's plastic piping. It's not copper piping for the water in this room. It's like rubber hose almost. So I went to cut the hose. And then without really 100% knowing how to reattach it, I didn't know how to reattach it. I, it took me two and a half hours to try to figure it out. Yeah, at least and, you're honest. And <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> there's no valves in the house, so I couldn't isolate this one section. So yeah. I had to shut water off for the entire house. So oh. we had no water for almost 24 hours in the house. Oh, wow. Did get, Luckily, did get <laughs> what, was, what was that? Did it get funky in there? Uh, luckily, it was only 24 hours. If we gone any further, it would have been probably interesting. We, uh, I, I managed to... Um, we had lots of bottled water, so we were able to have plenty of water for, like, you know, Henry's food, for us to eat, for us to cook with. And then I just boiled a pot of water, and I, I washed all his stuff out and that for the night and everything like that. So, and then the guy came. He was supposed to come between 8 and 12. They were backed up. He didn't come till 4.30 in the afternoon. And I'm panicking. I'm like, it's almost 5 o'clock. What's this guy going to find? Like, you know, is he going to be able to fix it tonight? We're going to need uh, water. So he fixed it. And then he found a leak in one of the sewer pipes. So we had a, we put a hole the size of like a like a like a, a six inch by like twenty four inch hole in my wall, so you can access the sewer pipe, so we can patch up the pipe. Oh shit! So it was an adventurous yesterday. So I worked from home yesterday. So I drove from work. So I woke up at like at six. I drove into the office and came back. It took me an hour and fifteen minutes round trip. Sometimes it takes an hour and fifteen minutes one way when there's traffic. Wow! So I got in. I set everything up in my uh, living room. I worked from home yesterday. I got very productive. I got stuff around the house done. I got work done. So when yeah. I talked to you, I, I was uh, with the pl- bullshit with the plumber for an hour and a half yesterday. A bunch of stuff. So I had to work. I finished up some work. So it was a fucking pain in the ass yesterday and the day before. So. Have, uh, did you see those photos of Bourbon Street? Just oh, completely. Crazy. I can't believe it's just like it's that dead. It's just amazing. It's like. I wonder what's going to happen to, you know, I think collectively. Bourbon Street's very much like Nashville, where a lot of the bars are owned by, like, or have their celebrities' names on it. Like, in Nashville, every bar has a country singer's name on it, you know what I mean? Mm. So, they can withstand, I guess, not have an income going in, because it's more of an investment for, like, the singer or whatever. And I feel like Bourbon Street, there's, like, one or two or three corporations that owns all the bars type thing. Like, over yeah. the years, they've bought them up and stuff like that. So, I think they will survive, because, you know... Inevitably, it'll people will still go there again. It's just a matter of time, you know what I mean. But when's gonna happen? Who knows? But it's and there's still bodies hanging out of the building. <laughs> oh God! Ah, oh, it's probably like all 
fermenting and maggots on it now. I mean, the if, if they even go, I mean, the guy was crushed between two floors and his legs are hanging. I show, I think you, I told yeah. you that story of the picture. Yeah, show me it. Yeah. It's like why Sue still thinks there's a curse in the city because when the people die during Mardi Gras during the parades and now they're getting killed by those people down there are very superstitious. You know those uh those uh what do they call it? Not bourbon people. They're uh yeah, people, Cajun people. Very superstitious, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, the uh, voodoo people. Yeah. yeah. Voodoo but, people. Definitely. So the places you want to avoid in the United States, you want to avoid Washington State, which was an option for our, our road trip this year to Seattle. You want to avoid <laughs> California, L.A. or San Francisco, which is the other option we had for the, for the uh, Patriots road trip this year. Sure. So two places, very, very hot right now. So yeah. um, whether those trips go down this year, or we, uh, who knows? But um, but we, I, think, I don't think we talked about the most important thing that's happened in the last uh, week or so. Is it Prince Charles has the coronavirus? I, that was a breaking news already. That wasn't I just news. I don't know how he got that. The guy never leaves the fucking castle. What is he? How does he get it? <laughs> I don't know. Are we, we talking about Tom Brady? I was going to say Tom Brady, yeah. But, I, I, but Prince Charles, back on that real quick. He either got it from some broad that he sneaks in the bang, or like um, one of the cooks or something had it, or like the janitors at the castle had it and brought it in there. I don't but know. He, I, he is an older gentleman, so he is more prone to get it than most people, I guess. So, but I just thought it was hilarious that it was breaking news. I was like, yeah, let's. I think America needs to send their top doctors over there to make sure he's okay. Who gives yeah. a fuck? Like, <laughs> I like how they said he was working from home. What the fuck does that mean? What does he do for oh, yeah. work? What does he do? I don't even know. I mean, I know they own quite a bit of property, but uh, I don't know what he does. It's not like he's going there and fixing pipes. You know what I mean? It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like Prince Charles is sitting there fixing a light switch when it goes off. You know, it's like <laughs> I, I just thought it was a joke saying he's working from home. Like, how, like what does he do? Like, what is this guy? He, like, Landscaping I, company? I don't know. <laughs> blow my mind on that one. But um, yeah, Tom Brady. God, gone, oh. huh? just gone yeah I, it's it's he's probably really happy that like it, i'm not saying he's happy the coronavirus thing is happening but it does kind of shadow you know overshadow him, him going to tampa bay a little bit yeah. you know the media would here would be even more ballistic if the coronavirus wasn't happening all over we, that we said i think we mean you were both i think you were you were more leaning to the he's going uh team on this one right you were more prone that you think he was gonna sign somewhere else yeah i was in the middle and then i kind of got some false hope and i was leaning towards no he's staying but and then when he left i was it wasn't really shocked i kind of i knew it was a possibility yeah it's like when an old it's like when your grandparents are dying and you know they're gonna be dead in the matter of time you know they're sick or something like that right and so you kind of like understand that they're gone or they're gonna happen it's not like a shock it's not like you know one of your friends dies right he's like 25 years old and you're like well that's a shock you didn't expect that boy so like if tom brady like you know got traded or like one day he was yeah i'm not playing anybody i would be a shock but i wasn't kind of shocked but how do you feel about his choice to tampa bay i mean they said he did it well one of the re- one of the reasons he did it was because of his son i mean obviously the money is going to be a factor but his son you know he wanted to stay on the east coast and okay. that was i guess the chargers offered him almost the exact same package um, but he wanted to be on the East Coast because his son goes to school in New York. So makes sense. Yeah. So and Tampa. Well, <laughs> now when you look at Tampa, he the only 
it's it's weird because now he has to play Drew Brees twice a year, right? I mean, think about that. So, but uh, when they broke down the stats, he only has to play two away games outside. So that's nice. All his yeah. other away games are in domes. And he plays all his home games on real grass, which is a little more forgiven to an old man's knee than turf, which helps. So he only has to play like like two outdoor turf games. Like the, the way the way the schedule is like structured, it's actually very very friendly to the team. You know what I mean? It's like not not competition wise, but like condition wise. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. It's. I'm curious to see how good he really is, though. Let's see, because we know he, he's going to be able to run the offense his way, do yeah. things. Because Arians is a very liberal coach. He doesn't have Bill Belichick there, so let's see how really good you are there, Tom. You know, let's see. And you're a year older, you know. Yeah, I, I feel that. Well, Belichick's already proven that he could go 11 and five with a backup quarterback, which and we should have been in the playoffs that year. Yeah. For, you know, with Castle, who was you know an average quarterback at best he was the hoyers of the world you know what i mean yeah, um speaking of hoyer he's back yeah so we'll, t- we'll go back on the patriots in a second because i want to talk about hoyer because i think there's a very important reason why he's back on the team but um but for brady the competition in the uh nfc south is very weak because now you have cam newton gone with teddy bridgewater now playing for the um Panthers, right? Who is basically a glorified backup quarterback? I mean, he's been he he started for Minnesota, but he's more or less he's not really a starting starting quarterback, right? No, he's I just mean, gonna give the ball to McCaffrey. That's it's all gonna it's gonna be, right? Yeah. And so you deal with Breeze, who's also a year older, right? So how many more miles does Breeze have on him? Probably as many as Brady does. The two of them gonna beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. And I feel like Breeze is a little bit held. I don't know. Something about Breeze that I feel like is a little, still a little bit more gas in him than Brady. I, I think Breeze is maybe two years younger, isn't? Yeah, I think something like that. And Bre- yeah. Breeze has a fucking arm too. I mean, he has a cannon with a lot of targets on there. So that's going to be an interesting matchup twice a year. He has to play that team. See, Brady's used to playing these fucking wimpy ass AFC East teams where he can walk all over pretty much for the most part, right? And he huh. owned the Jets and Buffalo for all those years. And he was a pretty much a 50-50 split with Miami. But that was just circumstantial, right? Yeah. Now he has to go to a, a division where he has to play a contender, which is the Saints. And, you know, he has to go play Carolina, which is not a bad team. Um, I think they were a quarterback away from actually being a decent team because I think Cam lost a few, you know, steps. And then you st- don't forget Matt Ryan is still there too. And, yeah. you know, Matt Ryan can still put up some numbers and put some competitions for you. So... It's, he's not, yeah, he's very streaky, but it's not exactly an easy. There's a lot of easier conference divisions you could have went to, I guess. Yeah, that's um, true. But it is. I will be very interested to see how he actually does because someone who has discipline for 20 years, and then you go and go to a team where you have you can do whatever the fuck you want. Well, how does that work for someone who's in that mind state? Do, are yeah. you able? How long is it taking to you stop getting lazy? Right? Like, until so you start, like, wailing off a little bit, you know? And yeah. Then, I mean, that's two years, $30 million a year. And how much was it guaranteed? Was it one year guaranteed? Uh, it is two years. I, it's two years, but I, uh, financially, I don't know how much it is guaranteed. I, I think say, they like, guaranteed 50% of it, and I think they also gave it an option for a third year. Oh, wow. Well, so, yeah. I mean, 
that's forty six year old Tom Brady playing on his third year for the. I mean, I don't know. It's that's just stretch. Yeah. I mean, we've seen him lose steps here the last two years. I mean, yeah. that Super Bowl against the Rams. I mean, they got hot in the last towards the end of the season, but for the most part, that Super Bowl was all defense. It was like the old school days, right? It was all defense. No, you stopped them. That's all you had to do was it stop was. them, and they stopped them. Which yeah. brings me to the point, which the reason they got Hoyer is because Hoyer helped them win that Super Bowl because he was played for a team in which someone on the Rams coach, I think it was, so who, the head coach of the Rams was the coordinator yeah. for a team. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I know you There was a connection I, there, why Hoyer, came, why Hoyer knew some information on him that, yeah, I don't know. I know what you're talking about, but I can't put a name with it. Yeah. So the, my theory to Hoya coming back is, why not? You get the guy for cheap, right? He already he knows, knows the system, yeah. right? And if you're looking at, say, um, keep calling him Stedman. I don't know why. But who's, I who's, Stedman. Who, Stedman. 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 Yeah. Stedman. Yeah. Would benefit of having a Hoya type older person who knows things to kind of help them with yeah, the mentor curve, right yeah. yeah mentor him and then i wouldn't be surprised if they draft another quarterback like in the late rounds or they bring in another backup quarterback for some competition during you know preseason to have the three of them obviously stemman's gonna he's gonna be the guy i can't even fucking even how am i gonna do this for the next five years not even on the quarterback's name I'm going to start sending pictures of Oprah, Oprah's yeah, boyfriend. I keep thinking of him. I keep thinking of the black man with the glasses, that Oprah man husband. Um, but Hoyer's a good – he's a good, solid foundation. He's a good – you know when shit goes down, you can throw him in there, and it's not going to be a learning curve. He's going to be able to figure it out. He's not the best, but he can fake it for a little bit, right? Yeah. So, so why not have him? Why not have a backup quarterback who knows the system, who's been here, what, this is his third stint with the Patriots? Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. I'm trying to still understand what the hell the Texans were doing. Like, the Texans, you know how they traded, um, what's his name? The the, oh, yeah. the wide receiver. They traded him for <laughs> for uh, for Johnson from Arizona. They traded him to Arizona for a busted yeah. running back. Right? They traded a wide receiver in his prime. Yeah. Hopkins. And, Hopkins, like, yeah. yeah. And now Someone Watson, the career back, pissed off. They said it was a salary dump. They're trying to dump Maybe. some salary, I guess. But he was still on his like rookie deal, like his his younger. I think he was still on his younger deal. Um, Hopkins. He still had like two years left on it. I thought. But well, Houston, Houston's not a very smart team. True. No, he's not. That's what no. that's what happens when you make um, what's his face. The he's not just the coach now. He's also the GM. Bill like Bell, Bill O'Brien. Yeah. yeah. So um, there was something that like I always say, you know, you never know if there's something that they know that we don't. Maybe there's something in Hopkins medical records that was a flag to them that they saw. They look, we got to trade this guy. This is going to be a problem. Well, right? I heard there was a locker room issue as well with him. Yeah, maybe. Pain he asked too. And I think they were trying just to bid bad seeds or something for that nature. I don't know. Who knows? We'll never know. But it's. The NFL season right now looks ver- so so. So you hear the thing about this: the uh, draft is supposed to be in a few weeks, right? Yeah. And teams are pushing the NFL to push the draft back because they haven't had enough time to research these players or actually interview them and know about them because of the social distancing. 
So teams that usually have a pretty good idea of who a player is and when they're going to go and how to like access, uh, evaluate them, they haven't had the opportunity to. So a lot of teams are very scared now because the draft is literally going to be a blind pick at this point if they have it because they know a guy is good, but they don't know anything about him. They, don't, they can do as much as a Google search. That's about all they have on this guy. Yeah. Are they going to do it like this? Like on video? Are they going to have yeah. like all little boxes like this, like on the screen, and then the box blows up when the person selected? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's actually a pretty right. good idea. You have like the top 30 people, and it's like Brady Bunch, right? And the thing just zooms in, and, and then yeah, someone throws them a hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they got to have the hat, right? So, so apparently, what's going to happen is, I think, is they may already draft ahead of time. And have these players, it's going to be like a mock. Like, so they're going to, teams are already going to have their draft picks in. And they're going to mm. tell, like, Joe Smith, yeah, you've been drafted fifth round by the Minnesota <laughs> Vikings. So here's a Minnesota Vikings hat. You're going to put it on when you get drafted kind of thing. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they just pick and the guy just shows up and waves. You know what I mean? I, I picture, like, some of those, like, they, they check it on him. They're like, you were just drafted. And, like, it's like a big party and family's there. And then I pick it, like, by the eighth round, they tune in. And there's a guy just doing lines of coke on his table and no one's around. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's going to be very interesting. I mean, it's, it's the NFL season even play this year. How's that? Yeah, exactly. Oh, if, imagine if that happened. That means Tom Brady is a year older when he starts his contract. With, yeah. So That means – the 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 Tampa Bay Bucks will have a guy almost fifty years old playing for a million thirty million dollars a year. Now, oh. if you told me you were giving Brady thirty million dollars a year ten years ago, I'd be like, okay, it makes sense, right? He's yeah. in his prime. He's thirty something years. He's old for a quarterback, but still a really good quarterback. But well, whatever thirty million was ten years ago, like the equivalent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, but at, to give a guy of that age. Because he's basically making that money on his name. Because he, he's not Tom Brady from 2010. No, he's not. Not no. even close. And I, in fact, I, I would say, and I would argue that he actually peaked in 2007 with Randy Moss. And he hit his the best he's ever going to be. And he, his, he stayed in, it was a slow, it wasn't a drastic drop. It's no. been a slow 10-year slope. So it's yeah. a gradual decline over the last t- 10 years, or 13 years for that matter, since 2007, which is his still, where he is, is still better than 20 other quarterbacks in the league. Don't get yeah. me wrong. In the middle of the pack. Yeah. yeah. He's not the worst, but he's definitely not. I mean, he has games like that Super Bowl against fucking Atlanta. That was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you could say James White had a lot more to do with that than Brady did at that point, but eh, give it to him. Um yeah. The Rams Super Bowl, that was pretty much, you know, that was all defense. Yeah. Uh, the Seattle Super Bowl was a lucky interception at the end of the game that the Seattle should have won that Super Bowl. Oh, no, yeah, they should have. In yeah. fact, every Super Bowl the Patriots have been in, except for, I think, like two. I think it was the first Philadelphia one and the, um, the Rams one. You can make an argument that the Patriots should have lost those Super Bowls just by the dynamic, the way they were playing. And it was towards the end of the game, the last quarter, that actually won them the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were all like a possession, not even a possession. Yeah. But on the same argument, you could say that the three Super Bowls they lost, the Philly and the two Giants ones, they were winning going into the fourth quarter. 
So those yeah. are three. So you can look at it both ways. They should have won those Super Bowls, but they didn't. And the ones they won, they might have should have. So I mean, maybe it's an equal. Maybe it's a wash, right? Who knows? What the you fuck? could also look at it like, did they win those Super Bowls or did the other team more so lose it? Could be that. You know exactly. I mean? Yeah. You know, that depends on how you want to look at it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to capture Eli Manning in a, in a jaw for two games of his life that he – literally the games he sucked at was just two throws. You could limit Eli Manning's career down to two throws. The yeah. Mario Manningham throw and the um, – what the fuck was the first guy? I, 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 I purposely don't remember his name. The one that caught the Super Bowl in the, the undefeated season on the helmet. Uh, Therese. Uh, I want to say Kyrie, but it's not Kyrie. It's uh, – it's not the guy that shot himself accidentally, is it? No, that's Plexigal Paris. On <laughs> <laughs> the strip club. I can't remember the guy. I think it was like Tyrese. Something Tyrese. I think it was Tyrese, yeah. Um, he caught the helmet, the fucking ball in his helmet. To, uh, yeah. Well, uh, if Eli Manning gets into the Hall of Fame, he should thank Patriots fans for winning those two games. Because that, that, that's the only reason why he gets in the Hall of Fame, if he gets in the Hall of Fame, is because of those two Super Bowl wins. He will get in. At the very end. And I'll tell you why. Because of his last name. Yeah, exactly. Because his father's yeah. in the Super his yeah, father's yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Peyton's in it. And the people will just justify while well, you say that Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. That Belichick is the greatest of all time. Eli beat him twice in the biggest game of all time. So I mean, as a Giants fan, you can really make that justification of why he deserves to be in, which, okay, you could say that. Makes sense. But on that same token, does uh, Carson Wentz deserve to – no, not Wentz. Who was the uh, – Folds? Nick Folds? He was the quarterback of Philly, right, when they beat us? Yeah, Nick Folds. Nick yeah. Folds is supposed to be in the, in the Hall of Fame because he beat Tom Brady and Belichick too. So, I mean, eh, it all depends on how you look at it. Yeah, but we don't know. But all I could say is – uh. I don't know. I, I feel like I should be more. I, I guess I am productive. I'm doing stuff around the house. I feel like I'm. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, I should be very productive with my time, because as you know, I don't usually have this much spare time in my hands. And it's no, like, I actually like it. So, yeah, I would hope so. If I could financially figure out a way where I didn't have to work at the bar anymore, I don't think mm-hmm. I would. I enjoy coming home, and I'm home like an hour and a half before she gets home with Henry. So I get like time to like do stuff I have to do, and then like then I cook dinner and stuff, and it's like it's a very nice I got a nice schedule going right now. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's called winding down. That's what most people do. Yeah, which I never fucking done before. <laughs> you're, you're finally experiencing that at the ripe age of 36. <laughs> yeah, for 36 years I never knew what a wind down was. When I did wind down, it was like that one like Sunday where I slept for like until noon, like yeah. basically get a week's worth of sleep in one day. But I'm like, like tonight, I'm going to go downstairs. We'll watch. Uh, 10 o'clock is usually like 9.30, 10 o'clock is when we're starting to doze off. Oh, I know. And we've stopped putting the TV on in, in the bedroom, mostly because we didn't want to distract Henry when he sleeps. But it's no. actually given me a better sleep, not having a TV on. Yeah. So we haven't hooked cable up in our bedroom yet because what we thought was the cable connection, it doesn't work. So I have to actually run a new wire. And we're torn if we're going to actually – so our cable went down a little bit. So we're torn if we're actually just going to get rid of cable or we're going to go with the method of just using the internet. And it's only like a $30 difference at this point. So I'm like, do we just keep cable at this point? Like just for the convenience? It's, I'm really in a tough situation right now because yeah. 
I'm like, is it worth like, I don't know. So we, when it, when it was like almost a hundred dollars more, it mm. made sense. But now it's like, it's a matter of 30 bucks, which is still 30 bucks a month. But it's like, was it worth like, you know, the convenience of having the cable is, is very convenient, right? Now I have to depend on an internet stream. True. I don't know. I don't so know. We don't know yet. We're still torn. So yeah, we yeah, we will sure. we will have a TV. I ordered a TV mount for the wall for the uh, for the studio, so we'll have access to TV up here at least at minimum. Um, and uh, yeah, once it gets up, once you see the downstairs, you'll like the downstairs. I don't know if you've seen the pictures. I set up with the uh, I have all my music equipment set up there. Yeah. Oh no, I haven't seen them now. So you're an old drummer. You drum right? Yeah, you see. You would like downstairs. I got the drum set set up. I got the amps for the oh, guitars. I got a PA wow. system. I got the lights set up. It's in the shed, part of the, attached to the house. God. Very nice. I'm gonna feel like a teenager, <laughs> like a, so I, a man child. <laughs> so I have it all set up, right? And I mean, I was going down every day after work and playing the drums for like a half hour, just kind of like chill. That's my chill space, right, in the part of the house. So my drums, I hadn't played in four years. They were sitting in my mom's basement from all my moves and stuff. I never brought them with me. Finally got to set them up for the first time since uh, April of 2016, right? So we're looking at almost four years. So the drum heads, you know, they've been sitting there. It's, it's, they're, they're plastic or rubber. You know, so I'm playing the drums. On the third day of playing the drums, I put my fucking drumstick right through the head of the snare drum. It had pretty much disintegrated. So, because it's been sitting in the basement in the humidity for so long, and it yeah. finally like got use. It just came. Yeah. And I felt all my other heads are starting to approach there. Granted, I hadn't really replaced the heads since like 2013, so they're going on seven years not replaced. But I haven't been playing them enough to replace them as often as you should play them. So I went online. I ordered them. I went to Amazon. I ordered a whole new set of heads just to tune everything up and make it sound good. And because there's a hold on Amazon now for only a sense of items, they're expected to come in like April 15th. Oh, God. Oh, what the that's, fuck? Not, that's so, not that bad. That's not that bad. No, it's only a couple weeks. Yeah. I that's taped not up bad the, at all. Yeah. Well, when I ordered it, I, it was like a few days ago. It seemed like a lot later. I, I taped up my snare drum head with duct tape so I can still use it a little bit. And so I don't, I'm making use of it. But uh, but I'm, I, I never had extra heads laying around because I never had to replace them as often as, you know, but... You know what charges are also going to go down, too, is your excise tax because you don't live as close to the city anymore. Your car, you know. My insurance went down uh, my, my insurance went down $1,500. Wow. Just for li- moving into the country. I was paying $210 a month for my car, right, in Rivera. Uh. And that was for six, on a six-month period, so I do every six months. For a six-month period in West Newbury, it was $450. It was about two months worth for, for six months. So I paid it up. So I put yeah. it on my card, and I just go, let me get rid of my – so that's another expense I don't have right now because I paid it up. So I, And I've been paying an extra car payment every, like, year. So I have, like, two saved up, too. So I didn't have to make up car payments till May. So I have no car payments till May, and my insurance is paid till October. Nice. So that's a, one thing I don't have to worry about, and I didn't know any of this was going to happen when I did it, but – yeah, the car insurance thing significant. The excise tax also, I think it went down a hundred bucks easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's, a, it's amazing how much you more you pay living in Revere for everything because you're so close to Boston than yeah. it is like. And I'm really literally only I'm 30 minutes from my mother's house, which is basically my old apartment. 
so it's it's really not too far. It's a manageable drive. It's really yeah. like, not bad at all. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I can't wait to head up there once you know all this bullshit blows over. Once uh, this is all good, we're gonna have a little barbecue. Probably around the late spring, probably late April, once we get everything settled, and then we'll have a nice little Saturday barbecue here. It'll be nice, so everyone can kind of unwind and chill out and just fucking relax a little bit, you know. Gotta bring a kiddie pool and just put jam a hose. Remember I told that story about the guy who used to jam a hose down his. <laughs> so, remember that episode of the Nomadic Fanatic with the, the the portable jacuzzi he had? Yes. Um, very. I'm let and see what I'm. Pretty sure I'm gonna order one for the deck. Dude, that looks like a staph infection waiting to happen. I mean, yeah, but you put chlorine in it, I guess. I mean, Still, I don't know. But uh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm waiting to, I'm, I gotta go measure the, uh, the rafters on the deck to see what the, um, what, what, how big they are because I have to do a calculation to see how much because it holds 230 gallons of water at seven pounds, seven pounds a gallon. Plus the weight of, you know, say 450-pound people that go in it, right? So I have to calculate how much over the span of the raft is. But I got to know how high, how big they are and how far they're spaced apart so I can do the math to do the calculation. So we don't have a catastrophic. We're sitting in the hut, so I'm having a good time. And all of a sudden, we drop six feet into the crowd. <laughs> how much are they again? It's, it's $450 for the, for, the, for the portable. But you could take this thing. Like when you say you went tailgating, like, I love it though. Football, you could take it to a, I mean, you would have to, you would have to bring, um, like 50, 40 gallon jugs of water. Like you need like a, someone with a pickup truck, right. That could, that could transport like three 40 gallon things of water with them. So you could pour it into the hot tub essentially. <laughs> but once you get there, all you need is a generator, a generator to start it up and heat it up. So it's like if you're tailgating all day, like say you're going to a country fest and the concert doesn't start till like seven at night, but you get there like at 11 o'clock in the morning, mm. it's already hot out. You could fill it up with water, have the hot tub running. And then by the time you get out, you can sit out there. So that's more or less what I'm thinking about it for. It's not just for the backyard, but like to use, like say everyone went camping somewhere, you could bring a camping with you. Or like if you went to like anywhere, you could bring it anywhere you want. Someone's going to fuck with you though. I could totally see that. You didn't bring it to, uh, you know, like just out and about in a parking lot when you are tailgating, someone's going to fuck with it. Well, it was funny. Like when you go to Miami, like we went to a couple of Pats games on there. It's so fucking hot. Like you would love to have like a tub you could sit in. Like and down in Miami, they tailgate like crazy. This one guy built a bar that he could fit in the back of his pickup truck. So he parked his pickup truck. He took his bar off of bar stools <clears throat> And like a wet where you could put ice and make drinks and had a little cabana and shit like this. Like they go like all out down there. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So I'm I'm surprised I've never seen one of these portable hot tubs. I mean, for 450 bucks, it looks pretty durable. There is there it's made by Coleman, which is the camping supplier. So from what I gather, it's a decent product. Um, I have to just justify how many times that we're gonna actually use it. And if we get to if we use it all summer long, like we just make it into like a like a, a pool almost, like you could just chill in at night. No, you're gonna turn the heat on. Just keep it down to like you know 70 something degrees. Just kind of chill. Mm. Um, then I could justify it. But if I'm gonna use it like once, then I'm <laughs> like, yeah, it's a lot of money to use just for fucking, you know, just to have it sit in the basement and not being used, you know. Yeah. Shit, I might, I might set it up in the basement and have it running and have a hot tub in the basement. I thought about buying one for my living room. You know, it's like, how would I get the water in it? Uh, I just buy 250 gallon one uh, with jugs. 
one yeah. gallon jugs. That's two hundred and fifty dollars because I can get a gallon of water for. That's true. I didn't think of that. Yeah. All right, it's only two hundred fifty dollars of water, or I could just rig a hose to my sink. Just over yeah. here. Do you have anyone below you? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. And next. But below you, I'm a little more concerned about because you don't know how the joists. You know how big they are. So when you're putting two hundred fifty gallons of water at seven pounds a gallon, that's about like a ton of weight going on. And the vibration, obviously, from the jacuzzi. Yes. I'm sure it would like make a little rumble yeah. on the floor. There would definitely be a humming noise coming from their assailant. So, yeah, you might want to do some calculations before that. Now, if you were on the first floor, that would be perfect because then you don't have to worry about anything. That's true. That's very you know, true. You bring in your backyard, though. Invite the other four tenants to come join you. Like, uh, dude, there's some weird shit. That, uh, now that I'm around during the day, there is some weird shit running around. Like in the back, like I saw a giant rat. I saw, oh, a, I saw like some raccoons, a possum, uh, squirrels fight out there. They run across my deck. I thought they were cats. I'm not the squirrels. I'm, I'm just like getting observant over things that you know. Are you near a swamp or, or a lake no. or something? No, there was construction going on though uh, over uh, like a block away, and I think it's kicking everything up. That's why. That would do it. Yeah. You haven't seen anything until you've seen the city squirrels near our new night the new office. They literally don't give a fuck. They don't get out of your way. You be walking on the sidewalk, a squirrel is eyeball you down and will not move. You have to step around the squirrel. They're like fucking fucking head. They don't give a fuck. That's because the people in the projects probably use them as pets and feed them. That's probably Probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's my theory. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well how's the potato going? You wanna plug that real quick? Yeah, uh, I'm still doing a video, trying to release one every week, but I'm not really promoting it right now. I think I'm going to like release videos, and then once things pick up in the world, start promoting, because I'm finding it like weird to like make – I can't – like the one I, I got coming out tomorrow, I'm just kind of – I even start off by saying I feel kind of stupid talking about movies with all this going on. Like there's just so many worse things going on in the world that yeah. I'm just finding it hard to find any motivation to like talk about something as trivial as movies, you know, but – we all need a distraction. You yeah. Know, so, you um, know. I did notice views are going up on my sites, but it's because people are bored and just, just browsing YouTube looking for shit. Um, I did oh, know. That was because you've been putting coronavirus in some of your titles, even though they're not coronavirus related. We talked about coronavirus in some of them. <laughs> you shouldn't do that, man. That's just, I mean, come on. <laughs> no, we were talking about like updates. We were updating, like we're prepping the house. It was kind of oh. a coronavirus prep uh, video. Gotcha. And then the other one coming out was uh, I went to I stopped at all the restaurants on like Route One after they did the restaurant ban and filmed all the parking lots and stuff like that. So they do have a lot to do with the coronavirus. It has to do with like what's going on in the region for the most part. Um, But you only could do so many of those because it's really not much you could talk about after that. So we've been kind of in a drought. We're not really knowing what to do. So, but viewership has like increased because. More people viewing because there's not, you know, they're picking things up as they go. You know, just yeah. watching YouTube all day. Um, I did several YouTubers that I do watch, I guess, because there's no money for advertising. They're not making as much money. So, like, the Nomadic Fanatics that he made, he got more views than he usually does this month. But his money has been down, like, almost 50% because no one's investing in advertising. Yeah, so, I can see that. Yeah, I noticed my views are kind of, they're down, but the minutes are up. Yeah. Um, but like I like I said, I'm not really like I'm releasing them, but I'm not going to promote them or do anything really with them until uh, like, yeah, it's a tough time. Oh. It's like I'm letting them just sit out there and just kind of letting them 
you know, like with my dead mall ones, the niche people are finding them, so they're watching them, and like the Disney yeah. ones, they're fine. I'm not really people are just finding them as they go, which is cool, and I hope they enjoy it and something to watch for a few minutes, you know. So yeah. my, whatever, what the fuck it is. I just sort of like how my workspace is colliding with my personal, like, creative space. <laughs> like, it's making it hard for me to write because I just I, – I don't like that at all. I like yeah, to have – Come over and use the office. Use the studio here. You know, come here. You can, the cameras are set up. You can record and do what you need to do and fucking call it a day. Sure, I'll come up with a bio suit. Sure. Eventually, yeah, once this all passes, yeah. I mean, this could be the most sanitary room in the house. No one, This is, like, the least, you know, active room that anyone's been in the house so far, so – doesn't matter. He's still got Eric in proximity. So he hasn't. I don't think he's been here in two weeks. Oh, he's not even there. I haven't seen him. He's been at his mother's house. Oh, okay. Love I haven't it. seen him since um, he was here for on Wednesday or Thursday. My, my, I caught him on the cameras. He came in real quick to do laundry and he left. So he was here for about an hour. Yeah. But I haven't physically seen him since. Well, going on two weeks now, at least. So. Maybe he feels guilty because he's not really paying you anything because he can't. You know, well, maybe. he doesn't. He didn't buy any supplies, any food or anything. That's so he's going to his mom's and mooching off of that. I think that's what's <laughs> happening. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you, like, you got to be prepped. Sue was like, you got to prep for some food. You, you didn't buy any supplies or any food or anything. Like, you need to, you know, make sure you stock up on some stuff. You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, I'll just go to my mother's house. Forty-seven something year old man. <laughs> So we won't see him probably for a while in the studio. So we'll probably you, you, for, when the first time you come over it might be the first time he finally gets over here. So. Wow, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it is what it is, I guess. What are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. So check out the uh, World and Potato on YouTube if you're casually browsing by. By the time this one gets aired on YouTube, because we're we're like behind on the releases, um, the coronavirus may be over. Or it might be completely terrible, and then everyone's dead on the planet, and they just find these archives. So yeah, it's evolved into something else, and it's yeah. yeah. So um, hopefully, by the time this comes out, everything is settled. But yeah, and hopefully, I am. Yeah, keep me updated too about uh, work and what's going on in your office, please. Absolutely. It's like like I said, it still looks promising. Things are, things are looking up for us. Yeah, it's, at least, it's so. a matter of uh, if it's a matter of when. Yeah, so, you know, hopefully it doesn't come to that point, but uh, it gets to the point where we close, but hopefully we stay busy, and then if that's the case, then, you know, it's fucking, you don't know, is what it is. For sure. All right, buddy. All right, brother, we'll talk to you soon. Everyone out there, have a good night, and we'll see you later. Bye. All right, hope you guys enjoyed this video. Please subscribe and click the alarm so wherever you get notification, we get new ones. See you later. Bye.